0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. All right, everyone. What's going on once again? Welcome to No Heart Radio. This is the Playoff Spectacular Bonanza. Uh, sorry we wasn't able to get at you uh, last week, but we had our picks already. We texted them. We're going to let you know the results of that. And if you guys want to know exactly that we weren't lying, were not lying we will send you those texts and with a timestamp. Mark, what's going on? All right, all right, all right. Yeah, man. So let's just let everyone know how, how we did last week. Uh, so, Mark, you went 4-0. You went out, out on a limb there. You took the Colts. You took the Cowboys. You took the Chargers. And you took the Eagles. Went 4-0. I went three and one. I went ahead with the Texans, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Eagles. So I guess for last week, you can you can basically say you're the best at this for one week. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's
0: interesting is uh, the three you got right to me were no brainers. Uh, the one I struggled with was the in the Houston game. I thought it would be a closer game. I thought it could go either way. Um, they both played each other. Uh, twice uh, this season, and they each won by a field goal in the opposing uh, team's uh, field, which was odd. So, I mean, if that if that would have remained the same, then it made sense, or you know, stood to reason that uh, Indy would win in Houston. But I didn't look at it that way. I actually uh, decided to go with the better defense, and the better defense to me was Indy, and it was because uh, they have a rookie. A DB <clears throat> was the top five uh, running for a rookie of the year, so it kind of swayed me into thinking that the Colts had the better defense and would uh, would you know definitely play a better game, which they actually did um, because it was a defense that that uh, kept uh, Houston out of the end zone.
1: Yeah, I agree. I just didn't think that uh, the Colts' offensive line would keep playing like they've been playing, which they've been playing like crazy good. Andrew Luck is basically out there like he doesn't he, he doesn't even have to uh clean his jersey. He could just throw on that same jersey that he played for Houston next week because he wasn't touched at all. So, I mean, that offensive line is just out of this world the way they've been playing lately. And if Andrew Luck gets the time to throw like that, forget about it. You know what I mean? So that was that. I, I, I didn't think that that offensive line can hold down J.J. Watt and Jadavian J- J- Clowney, you know all game but hey they they did it. kudos to them they did an amazing job and uh luck played well i mean I, I he played decent i don't want to say that he he you know he set the world on fire i mean it was only 21-7 but um and, and and the texans had their chances but i mean um yeah he's gonna have to you're gonna need more from him in kc this week and i would think so right mark
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Um,
0: What was actually interesting, though, was the Philly game, of course. Um, uh, People still can't believe what happened there. Um, Rex Ryan continues to beat up the kicker. um, Have have you heard that, by the way? The the Rex Ryan uh, assessment on the kicker?
1: Uh, No, I didn't. I didn't. Let me know what's going on
0: yeah he uh he basically said uh don't feel bad for this guy i mean he, he has one job he's gotta do that job period there's no feeling bad basically saying there's no crying in football yeah. um and i just found it hilarious that he would say that um you know being a ex coach i mean you can't beat up the players because they they don't perform i mean uh uh, it, what the, jo- the, the job of the kicker is no different than any job of any other player, right? So if you're going to beat up a player for making a mistake, um, it doesn't stop at the kicker. I mean, you could blame a lot of players for giving up touchdowns or, you know, not running their correct route, um, you know, dropping the ball. I mean, it, it, you know, so I, I don't understand his logic there, but I guess in his brain it made sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and also on top of that, the field goal got tipped. So I mean, it, it was showed yes. that it got tipped. So the trajectory of the of the kick, hey, that 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 tip right there might have made a major difference into making it hit the goalpost. You you just yeah, don't know. Just enough, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you can't really beat him up like that. But I mean, the, you know what it is. I mean, when it's the playoffs and you can't make big kicks like that, this is how a lot of kickers lose their job. And I would be I'd be very surprised if Parky uh, keeps his job next year i will be absolutely shocked because if he does and something like this occurs again, and, you know, even though I don't blame that kick on him because it was tipped, but, you know, if he does miss a kick or whatever, even though he did it, what, like seven times throughout the year, but, um, yeah, yeah, so it's, it, it should be interesting what they decide to do with him, but. You know, we don't want to bore the fans talking about field goal kickers. So let's get right into the action, Mark. <laughs> let's go right now. Colts at Chiefs, Mark. Chiefs are at home. Patrick Mahone is going. He, he's, is, is you know, is Andy Reid. Is this going to be the year that Andy Reid stops being conservative? He opens up the office for Patrick Mahone and he gets the job done finally and takes this team and moves on to the AFC Championship game, Mark. Is this the year?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I can't see them losing first round after all the work they did uh, to get the the positioning that they got. I I don't see them losing to the Colts um, in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So I got the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I think this is the best possible matchup that they actually could have had because the Colts... I mean, nothing. I, you know, against the Texans, screamed that, uh oh, like you know, the Chiefs are in trouble. Even though everyone's going with the Colts, like a lot of people going with the Colts, they're saying they could be a problem for the Chiefs. I just don't see it. I don't think they have enough offense to rival, um, Kansas City. Uh, the only way the Chiefs lose this game is if Andy Reid just has a total like brain fart, and he just like you know, like he just caused the, the stupidest plays. I mean, open up the field, let Patrick Mahone throw it all over the place, let him run, let him, let him do what he is capable of doing, what he's been doing all throughout the year, and I don't see how the Chiefs cannot win this game by at least two touchdowns. What do you think the final score would be uh, on this game, Mark?
0: Yeah, I think, that, I think it has to be um, a significant um, point differential there because if it's a close game, I got to give the edge to the Colts. Definitely. Because um, we, we know that Kansas City defense can't really stop anyone. So it's really going to be up to that that Chiefs offense to put up a, a bunch of points, and that's what I'm expecting. Right. Um, the question is, can the Colts keep up with the scoring, which I don't I don't think they can. So, yeah, if the Colts end up win, winning this one, it's going to be because, uh, you know, that, that Colt defense was able to slow down that Chiefs offense, which I, I, I don't see happening. But it's got to be a close game in order for the Colts to win. I don't I don't see a blowout one way, uh, a Colts, um, you know, on top big. So, for me, yeah, Chiefs have to be up
1: 10, 10-plus. 10 so, what, what would be the final score? What would you give the final score on this game? If
0: I had to give a score, I'd probably say 38
1: to 38-24. <laughs> Yo, for real. Yo, you picked the same number I had in my head, thirty-eight. But I had thirty, I had thirty-eight, twenty-one. <laughs> That's that. that okay. was my score. So we we basically right there on, this, <laughs> not, not on the same wavelength. I just don't see how how this cold defense is gonna really stop uh, Patrick Mahomes all through all throughout the field. I mean, you know, the kid just makes plays, and um, I'm sure he's gonna be excited to make the you know to be in the playoffs. I expect a little rust, you know, him coming out maybe. A little over energized, a little bit too pumped. Maybe some of those throws are a bit high at first, or you know, with a little bit too much zip. Um, but once he settles in, I could see I could see um, them definitely taking off. You just, for their sake, you just hope that it doesn't take them too long to settle in into the game where Indy builds a lead, you know, like maybe like a 14 3 lead or something like that, because then it's an uphill climb. But, um, I think right. he'll, I think he'll be all right. And I definitely like the the Chiefs in this one, Mark. Um, who who do you think is a player that we should look for in this game that could be a major uh of of major importance in this game, Mark, as far as from the from the Chiefs side of the ball. Anybody that that strikes your eye that could be important in this game?
0: I think Mahomes. I mean, I think he's gonna spread the ball around. They have a lot of weapons. Um I, I could see Kelsey having a big game. I could see Tyreek having a couple of big big plays. Um, but, yeah, I, I think uh, we're going to see um, something special in Mahomes. I mean, maybe we'll get two or three no-look passes.
1: <laughs> take the over or the under?
0: <clears throat> what is the over-under in this game? <laughs> I, I, I'd imagine i take the over.
1: Yeah, no, I was talking about the Mahomes passes. How many no-look passes oh. is he going to throw? Take the over <clears throat> or the under on that? Two or three? I'll take the over over two, <laughs> yeah, over two. <laughs> Word, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my eyes on Justin Houston this game. Um, I want to see if you know he he could be a wreck house at sometimes when he wants to be uh, on the defensive side of the ball. He's uh he you know he's a game changer, and I, I I'm gonna keep my eyes on him on the defensive side and see if he could wreck some havoc, and uh see if uh and you know he could raise hell and give Andrew Luck a couple of problems here and there uh to make him rush throws and make him be the edge of luck we all know and love which is basically getting picked off and that's the edge luck we want to see um let's go right now to the cowboys and the rams mark this is the saturday night game um rams are at home todd Gurley's playing which is not a shocker even though throughout the week people were saying they didn't know uh, you know we knew he would play cowboys coming off uh a tight one against Seattle. Not really tight. Seattle made it tight later on. Had Vegas screaming because they covered the spread. Um, I mean, not the Cowboys didn't cover the spread, but you know, uh, if, if whoever picked Seattle, they, they, you know, they made dough there. But um, the Rams are at home. Mark, who do you like in this one? And um, basically, also, who do you think is a, a play to watch? Major play to watch in this game as well.
0: Um, I think in this one, I got to go with the Rams. Um, They have some experience from last season um, when they lost to the Falcons.
1: (laughs) You have to throw Um, that in.
0: I think think they took away a lot from that loss. Um, I think they played for this uh, extra week. And um, even though the Cowboys look good, I think their magical run ends. Here against the Rams um, because I just don't think that um, they have enough on offense. A um, little concerned with Dak. Yeah, he looked good in, in spots, but I think if you frustrate him enough, you can he you know he he'll get lost and and not be able to recover in a game. So I'm expecting that Rams defense to kind of make things really hard. Mm-hmm. I like the Rams defense. Uh, it's pretty strong, pretty solid. They have a lot of. Big name players on that defense. Um, it's not going to be easy for the Cowboys, and uh, yeah, that Rams offense uh, with Gurley healthy, um, they could put up points. Doesn't matter what the defense is. So I'm expecting big things from the Rams.
1: Do uh, what would you think the score would be here? Um, if I had to predict the
0: score here, I would probably go with twenty-four to thirteen.
1: 24 to 13, uh, okay. You think it'll be close throughout and the Rams uh kind of like pull away towards the end, or do you think it's more like Rams get off to a quick start and just keep the Cowboys at bay?
0: I think it'll be low scoring. I think uh, there's going to be a little bit of uh, defensive back and forth early. So it'll be low, maybe, who knows, maybe 10, 7 at the half, something mm-hmm. like that, and then uh, the Rams pull away in the second half. Uh, with adjustments and and i think that cowboys d has been known to tire late in games um be, uh, just judging from a couple games that, that i've seen and, uh, and i remember a couple games they had against philly where it was a defensive struggle until the fourth quarter then it was touchdown 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 back and forth so i'm, I'm expecting conditioning to be an issue for the cowboys so that's why i'm going with the rams as well
1: Got you, got you. And who do you think is the is going to be basically the Rams MVP that game? Do you think flashes of nothingness is going to have a big game or you think it's going to be Gurley or, you know, wide receiver? Who do you think is going to be the major key point for the Rams offense?
0: I think it's going to be Gurley. Um, I think uh, he's just like Zeke, uh, can bust one in at any moment, and I think he will um healthy i mean i'm not sure if he's back to 100 but i'm sure this extra week definitely helped
1: yeah i hear you i hear you so there you go mark got the rams and i'm 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 gonna go with a shot i'm gonna pick the cowboys in this one um wow yeah i think that they like the rams are not really like a scary scary team I don't think they, they don't really have home field advantage. Like if anything, I think in the crowd, there'll probably be more Cowboy fans in that crowd. than there would be actually LA Rams fans. So it's going to be, a, you know, a seesaw battle for, you know, who, you know, whose crowd is it? Um, so the, the home field is basically taken out. I probably would have liked this better if the Rams were on the road. Um, but um yeah, it's no there's no home field advantage there. So it's pretty much playing in a neutral field. Um I Dak has been playing well. He's been playing consistent. He's he's been playing well. Zeke has been playing well. So I mean I see they're gonna be able to run the ball. And um don't eat and, and you know, Dallas finally has a number one receiver in Amari Cooper. And there's nobody in the secondary that really scares me as far as you know, that that can get the ball and spread it out um, and also have some screenplays to Zeke and put Zeke, you know, and, and throw the ball to Zeke and, of course, throw the ball to Amari Cooper. Um, I think it's more it's going to be a tight one going into the fourth quarter. And then I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to actually say that McVeigh outsmarts himself again, maybe does something stupid, like throw it when he's not supposed to. Or <laughs> you know what I mean or just like maybe go for it on a fourth down that maybe he shouldn't have because he just thinks that his offense is that powerful and it can even if he misses a fourth down they're gonna get the ball back and score you know so being a little arrogant so um yeah I think it, it's pretty much not saying that Jason Garrett is is a better coach because he's not but I just think that right now at this time um I think the Dallas Cowboy football team they're, they're playing better. And um, I just don't, I, I think it's a tough predicament right now with the Rams are in. So I'm going to pick the Cowboys in this one and I'm going to have them winning. Probably the score will be about 23 to 20. And um, and I'm the player to look out for will be Omari Cooper. I think uh, he needs to have over 100 yards this game if Dallas finds a way to pull this out. Zeke, anywhere from 90 to 100 yards rushing. And Dak has to throw over 250 yards passing at least. Um, I think the defense is going to be solid as far as the Cowboys are concerned. Uh, they, they'll be, you know, I think they'll be ready, and I think they'll be able to hold down their offense. I think uh, the Rams, if they had Cooper Cup, I would definitely take the Rams. But I think they miss Cooper Cup. He, you know, he's he he's a playmaker, and him not being there is going to be pretty tough for them as well. So I got the Cowboys in this one, Mark. Let's go to Sunday. Yeah, go ahead. You got something. Uh, be, yeah. Before
0: before we move on, just wanted to add one one quick note. Um yeah. So does Amari Cooper wear a gold chain by any chance?
1: <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> I know where you're getting. Okay. I just,
0: just want to make sure because uh, I keep Talib will be covering him. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm just curious to see how Amari Cooper is gonna catch or or gain a hundred yards.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, let let's. You're you're absolutely correct. Uh, but um, I'm I'm basically counting on that Talib is washed. So. Well, well, you know, oh. I, I'm basically thinking that well, Cooper could get the best of that matchup.
0: I'm, I'm kind of counting on the fact that Aqib Tlaib knows him in and out from playing in Denver. Yeah. And him playing in Open. Yes. That yes. they know each other well enough yeah. that there won't be any surprises there. Yeah. So um, I, I don't really see any shaking going on by uh, Amari Cooper. I don't think he's that type of wide receiver, you know, at the elite level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, for you to be correct, I think you're right. He's going to have to have over 100 receiving, but I just don't see that happening with Tlaib on him and that front four of the Rams um, pressuring Dak.
1: Gotcha. Let's go to the Sunday game, Mark. Uh, these are main event games right here. Uh, the Chargers are going to go into New England. Tom Brady, all 41 years of age of him. everyone saying it's over for him. You know, everyone conning him out. Everyone saying this could be the week that he gets bumped out the playoffs and then all the conversation comes up, Oh, is he gonna retire? Is he coming back? He should have retired. So I'm sure Tom Brady's hearing all of this mark in his ear. And then you show the he shows the stupid footage on Instagram of him, I'm watching tape all night, you know, or whatever. And he you know, he's sitting there watching tape you know, of of the Chargers and everything like that. This is going to be interesting, Mark. I mean, at at the beginning, you would think, okay, Phillip Rivers, you know, the Chargers, they survived the Baltimore Ravens, that tough D. They can come into Foxborough. They can pull this off. Will they be able to pull this one off, Mark? Or do you think Brady makes it again to the AFC Championship game?
0: Survived? Well, I'm still stuck on that statement. Survive Baltimore. <laughs> considering, <laughs> considering it would destroy them. but if it wasn't for the refs, Baltimore really didn't have a shot.
1: Well, you know what that, I mean. Like that, that D, by, uh, I
0: should say survive
1: the D. That because... run late. Mm-hmm.
0: That run late by Melvin Gordon for that first down, there was no holding on that play. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I mean, uh, it's its ridiculous that that was even called. Um, the game was over, but of course the NFL has to make their money. I think, this, just on a side note, I think, um, I, I, I didn't really see the Indy Houston game, but, uh, but the, the final three games that I saw, the refs definitely could have potentially influenced the outcome in all three games. Right. The, um, the, the Dallas game, the uh, interception in the end zone, which was clearly pass interference, uh, and the, the, the defense benefited because they got the pick on, on what should have been called pass interference. Dallas should have gotten the ball at the one.
1: Okay,
0: as opposed to the turnover. Um, the uh, what I just mentioned. The the, the refs the, uh, calling holding on that the, Melvin going the first down, which right. there was no time left on the clock. They would have been able to run out the clock. Baltimore had no more timeouts. Right. And um, um, the Philly game. Um, uh, trying to remember what happened there, but there was definitely a play that the refs. Um, I'd have to look it up. Okay. I actually wrote it down, but I'll think of it. Taking notes. I like that.
1: I like that. Taking notes.
0: Yeah, there was definitely a play there that was very, very frustrating. Um, but I'll get back to that yeah. when you, when you speak of the game. So for me, I'm going to go with the Chargers in this game. I, I just don't think the, the the Patriots have enough on offense. Uh, too many new guys. Um, it's still same old Brady, but um, this this uh, San Diego D is is uh, is really good. Um, I think they'll frustrate Brady enough. Um, and, you know, Rivers is, is hungry. He, he's, he's lost to Brady seven times. He hasn't beaten Brady in his career. That's correct. Which was an interesting stat. So I think they come to play. I think they have the talent on all teams, offense, defense, and special teams. Um, and, and you'll see the same performance they, they had against Baltimore. And, and Baltimore, that was the number one defense that they were going up against, and they still put up 20-something points against them. So they're not going to have the challenge that they had with Baltimore that with the Patriots. So, I'm expecting some some scoring from the the Chargers and I don't see uh, the Patriots keeping up. So, for me, the final score will be 31-17. Nice.
1: Chargers. Got you. Got you. Yeah. That I I agree. I think the Chargers will find a way to go in and win this game. I mean, this is now now and ever for Rivers and this Chargers team. I mean, they they have everything in place to make a run, uh, to to lift up that that Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. So I mean, I I I like the Chargers. I like I think they go into Foxborough. I think it'll be more closer than that. Only because I have a lot of respect for, you know, Foxborough, Belichick, Brady, and all that. And I don't think I don't think that the Chargers are that type of team that can squeeze the breath out of that little Hawaiian but um I I would (laughs) you know it's going to be basically like a very very close game and it's just going to be like it's going to be too much talent on the other side for Brady to try to outdo you know when you have Hogan and when you have uh um James White and then you have um I can't even I mean uh a broken down Gronkowski and then you have uh you know just just Edelman. Edelman you know who who's looking like you know he's one hit away from being out of the NFL I mean it's just it's just a lot of it's, it's gonna be hard and that defense knows that they don't have w- wide receivers that they could be scared of that are just gonna be able to go down the field you know like somebody who could um, just scare you, and Brady could just throw it up and maybe get a, a you know cheap touchdown. But somebody outrunning you, they don't have anybody like that. So it's gonna be methodical drives over and over and over again, and that's that's gonna lead, I'm sure it'll lead to a mistake, and um, I, I definitely would see Brady maybe throwing one interception this game, um, but I like the Chargers, but I think it's gonna be a little bit more closer than that. So I'm gonna go ahead and say it's something like. 31, I like that score. And I'm gonna say 31 maybe. I'm gonna go 3130. 3130. Char- the Chargers win by one point. Only because Brady Balls. Yeah, Brady Ball's out in um in Foxborough. So I think it's gonna be close. But um I think the Chargers keep them at bay. And I, I would say the the player to watch, like you said, Mark, even though they-, they call the holding on that play is definitely Melvin Gordon. Um, he's finally back, and he he's he's starting to, you know, get adjusted to everything, and and I just think he's gonna have. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a monster game this game, and so that definitely would be my clutch player to watch. There would be uh, Melvin. Goldberg. I agree. Now let's go to the the main event, Mark. I can't believe they put the Eagles on the main event stage the last two weeks. I I I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm absolutely shocked, but yeah, they get the 440 game on Sunday. Uh, they go into Who That Nation, New Orleans Saints. Everybody calls them Breezes now, not breezy but breezes. And um, the Eagles are going there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Eagles. Oh are, boy. Yeah, the Eagles are going in there with 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 holy foley, right? He's he's entering. New Orleans territory, this is going to be one of these games that is just... I mean, the last time they played, it was 48-7, to 7, Mark. 48-7, to 7, when Wentzmania was just having all sorts of fits, all sorts of problems. Eagles complained about uh, them running the score up on them. Fourth down and seven, Sean Payton throwing in a Camara, adding an extra touchdown in there. Um, you know, also... Sean Payton this week showing off, or having the team something showing off the Lombardi Trophy with two hundred grand next to it like it it I guess that's the amount of money they would win uh as well so yeah two
0: hundred twenty five k is the it's the game check
1: there you go. there you go so I mean there's a lot of things going on between this this you know this uh this game right here um. And um, it should be very interesting. But I'm interested to hear your takes on it first before I give my my pick. I think you know who I'm going to, <laughs> to pick. But um, e- e- even though, like, my Super Bowl pick from the beginning of the season was the Chargers and the Saints, it's pretty hard for me. Well, I'm going to let you go first, and then uh, I- I'll go ahead and take this one. So go ahead, Mark. Take it away. So I just heard the fans do a collective. What? <laughs> With you switching
0: uh, from the Super Bowl pick, yeah, to potentially something else, so we'll we'll, we'll keep the, the the crowd in suspense there as, yeah. as they try to figure out which direction going,
1: what direction you're going. What's going on? It could um, be it could be so, a psycho. It could be a psycho.
0: It could be. Uh, so I, I'm going to quickly jump to the Philly game last week and where the refs I thought botched the play, and the play that I, I I'm talking about was the the. Um, The catch fumble by that Chicago player where the the refs inadvertently blew the whistle early.
1: That's right. They should have
0: let that play continue because that was definitely going to be a fumble, and that was going to be Philly's ball, and that would have taken three points off the board.
1: That's right. I remember that, yeah.
0: That that was a crucial part in the game. We, We all saw it last year. They did it to Jacksonville when they were playing New England.
1: Yep. They blew the whistle
0: early. It never, and ever, it cost so. Jacksonville a touchdown, and it would have been Jacksonville going to the Super Bowl instead of the Patriots.
1: That's correct.
0: So I think they did the same thing again to Philly, because uh, Philly should have had uh, more points at that point, and not. It, I don't. I don't think it would have been a comeback in the end, like they did. But you know, kudos to Foles for, for of course, doing all that heavy lifting with the refs trying to steal the game away from them. Yeah. Um, and that defense for holding up and all that. So. And the double um, doink,
1: and, oh. and the double doink,
0: and the double doink. Yeah, of course, which was which was tipped by a Philly player. So yeah, all, all the credit to Philly for overcoming all those uh, obstacles that were placed in front of them. But this week, listen, I mean, it's the Saints. Um, I don't expect a, a much of a different game. I expect another forty-eight to seven outcome. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we wow. i don't see i don't see why anything changes from the last time they played to now cuz the, the that Saints offense is that potent um the the Philly defense to me i think they should have had a better performance than what we saw last week and i don't see them getting that much better because they really it it shouldn't have been a, it shouldn't have been a game Um, You're going up against a Trubisky, uh, a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in
1: how many years? It's been... Since the Super Bowl. I think over 10 years. Since the Super Bowl. And and they they actually... Since they went to the the Super Bowl. No, I'm talking about Chicago. Yeah, since they went to... Chicago has... Since they went to the Super Bowl. that's 86? Since 86? No, 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 no. Uh, When they played Peyton Manning, remember? When they played the coach, Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah.
0: That's right. It was 2000-something. Yeah. yeah. 2002 or something like that? I don't know.
1: Sound like that, yeah.
0: But yeah. It, it, it's been a while. And, and you know, when a team first gets into the playoffs after not being there for a while, you kind of expect it to not really be a contest, kind of like what we saw the Rams last year against uh, the Falcons and stuff like that. Right. You know, the Falcons pretty much dominated the Rams, even though everybody picked the Rams to win that game. Not me and not because you. They, right, exactly. That, that, that's my point. That's why when I saw the score of uh, Philly losing, I was like, are, are you kidding me? These guys haven't. Been and and you know Trubisky's a what second third year quarterback. I mean, give right. me a break.
1: Yeah, you,
0: you're kind of expecting too much, and and it was a six and a half point, a uh, spread there, man. That's just free money. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so so for me, that's why. Uh, it, it seemed like a no brainer, but Philly let them stay in the game, and you you can't let that happen against the uh, the Saints, because the Saints are just going to pick you apart. They have way too many weapons. Breeze is way too experienced. Uh, He's going to take advantage of any opportunity to throw his way. So I think, unfortunately, Philly will struggle this game. Um, The Foles magic, unfortunately, ends. And uh, your Super Bowl prediction will uh, advance to the next round. (laughs) I have the Saints winning, like I said, 48 to 7.
1: (laughs) Yo, talk about no respect. That's all right. We'll, we'll, We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that on the chin. Listen. When a team gets blown out by that that type of margin, and you get another chance and another crack at them, there's no way that they're gonna get blown out again. There's no way, like just being, you have everything. You you're the defending Super Bowl champions, right? You have forty eight to seven on your side, right? You have just been playing the bet, like some of the hottest football hottest football in the whole league as far as you know you've been on elimination game mode since you lost to the saints 48 to 7 you basically had to win every single game they had the only game they lost was against the cowboys and that one was robbed because they didn't call the fumble so you have been in constant elimination mode you go into a tough chicago hostile environment against what number one defense as well in, in the Chicago Bears, and you know you're not going to score a lot of points, but you grit it out. You find a way to, you know, to pull through, even though foes had two interceptions, right? So you already know you're not going to see a tough defense like what you saw in Chicago. There's no way throughout these rest of these playoffs you're going to see a defense like you saw in Chicago. So foes can rest easy and know, hey, I can stand here, all 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six of myself, scan the field. And get the ball out to my playmakers. And boy does he have a lot. Ertz. Arshon Jeffrey. You know, not much of a running game. Uh, Goddard now is getting busy. Um, uh, Nelson Aguilar. So there are plenty of weapons to go along the field as far as, you know, to keep up pace with the Saints as far as scoring is concerned. So... That pretty much is a wash. The only, the only one that Drew Brees has, basically, is Michael Thomas and Kamara. Kamara can kill you as far as, you know, you got to be solid. You, you know, you got to tackle. You can't, you can't none, none of these hand tackles, none of these, like, you, you got to stay steady and you got to wrap them up. If you don't wrap them up, then, yeah, he has a chance to, you know, to really bite you and, 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 and break a long one on you. I just think right now, as far as if you look at team for team, and even the defense, I mean, if you're picking defensive side, I like the Eagles' chances on the defensive side of the ball. And listen, our offensive line is playing lights out. Uh, Foles is not even getting touched. He didn't even get touch against the number one D last week against the Bears. That's how great our offensive line played. So they're really blocking up front for Foles. So I don't see much of a pass rush as far as from the Saints, if the Bears couldn't even get there with Khalil Mack. So, after all of that explanation, I'm going to go ahead and say, this is Upset City. This is Upset City. They go into New Orleans. They find a way to pull this out only because they have the team that can do it. Now, if it was, you know, if Wentz was going into New Orleans, I would have to pick New Orleans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Philly. I know... (laughs) I know you guys, you know, love Wentz and everything like that. But I don't think we win the Super Bowl with Wentz last year. I, I just don't think that happens. And I don't think we win last week with Wentz. I just think, like, Foles is right now better equipped, better prepared. Mentally, he's been there. He's done it all. He's outdueled Brady to get the job done. And basically, nothing's going to face him. So, Breeze is on the other side. Guess what? Foes did that. He faced Breeze at the top of his powers in Philadelphia. Even though Breeze, lo- Breeze won that game, he went ahead and took him down the field for the lead with four minutes left in that game. And it was just Breeze went and ran the clock out and kicked the, uh, the walk-off field goal. So it was just the defense that let him down. But Foes has been there. And there's no way Foles is getting blown out this game, Mark. No way. He doesn't, that doesn't happen in the playoffs to Foes. So I'm going to say the final score is going to be... Eagles.
0: Saints are favored by eight. Rabbit? The Saints are favored by eight. Just wanted to throw that out. Yes,
1: yes. And the Saints are favored by eight. Correct. So I got 27-24. So those are all very compelling arguments of why I think that the Eagles have a great chance of winning this game. Um, Of course... You know, in New Orleans, it's tough. I mean, you know, it's like a track meet, you know, every day, you know, the crowd, the atmosphere, how loud it is. But listen, man, it was loud in Chicago as far as the Bears haven't been in the playoffs in how many years, like you said, when they made it to the Super Bowl. So those fans were hungry and they were that last drive when Foles was down and they were driving them that I swear I was like, yo, this crowd is insane. How loud they were in that in, you know, in that game. So he was able to, you know, block that out. And actually, on a fourth down, get the ball to Golden and Tate when your season, everything is on the line. There's no way that you can bet against this guy. So I'm going, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going with the Eagles, man. I'm going with the Eagles. Call me a homer, but I, I just, I see them. Something magical is gonna happen, and then I see the NFC Championship game, the Eagles going into Dallas for that NFC Championship game in Jerry World. That's gonna break or. Sorts of records as far as uh, viewership. I'm calling it now, Mark. I'm calling it now. Can I wake Homer. up? Can I? Can I wake up from the dream? Homer. You <laughs> can <laughs> call you Homer. <laughs> Yo. So all right, Mark. So you got right now. You got the Chargers right going against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I got the Eagles. And the Cowboys going in the NFC Championship game. You got the Rams and the Saints going in the NFC Championship game, and um, that's that's how we're rolling right now. Yeah, yeah. Anything, anything you want to say, Mark? As far as anything that's been going on in the league, NFL, anything like that, or Antonio Brown. Well, I just <laughs> Antonio. I Brown's.
0: just want to say, just what was interesting about your argument was. Uh, you, you named off all the uh, the star players on Philly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but what was interesting, you didn't mention Tate until just now. Right. And Tate was the one of the three receivers that actually caught the ball for the touchdown to take the lead. Right. Um, Ag- Aguilar dropped it, and it was right in his hands, and uh, so did uh, Jeffries, which I was shocked. Alshon Jeffries doesn't drop balls like that.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, and so... That was interesting, and then number two, um, you left out Mark Ingram from uh, the Saints. I think he's going to be a factor along with Kamara. That's what makes them so dangerous—the fact that they have that, you know, thunder and lightning combo. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives uh, Kamara the opportunity to rest, and vice versa. Um, and yeah, it's Michael Thomas, but they also have Benjamin Watson for, uh, as a tight end. He's pretty
1: good. Mark, he's like um, maybe 80, not at like maybe not at hurts level. Like, he's like 80 years
0: old sure. okay but i mean you got <laughs> no i don't think he's 80 i think the dude from the chargers is 80 antonio gates um, antonio gates <laughs> antonio gates might be benjamin watson's father <laughs> um uh definitely antonio gates is playing which is a, a surprise
1: oh, and yeah
0: i'm surprised that he's still able to shake uh defenders but he does <laughs> At that age,
1: they, they can't believe um, how slow, made, they, they can't believe how slow he's moving. So they they're moving in high speed and they're, they're missing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, the, 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 at that age and that many cheeseburgers later, <laughs> he's still in the league. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, um, and Sean Payton, Sean Payton's I, the X Factor. I think Sean Payton is the X Factor. What, what you alluded to early and uh, uh, when you started talking about the game and what he did. He basically brought in the Lombardi Trophy and all that cash to point out to them, "Hey, you want this? Win three. He said, "Win three effing games." Yeah, that was, that was basically his uh, speech, locker room speech. Okay, which, which I thought was pretty cool.
1: Okay. So Wait a second. Wait a second. You actually thought something that the Saints did was pretty cool? You, the Falcon fan? No. I, listen. Yeah. I no. I, I'm saying, as far <laughs> as the coach to motivate. Their team, okay. I thought it was a
0: good, a good way to motivate a team. Bring in the Lombardi Trophy and two hundred twenty-five in cash, and say, okay. "Hey, you want to? You want this? Win three effing games." I thought that, in and of itself, was a great way to motivate your team. I kind of wish the Falcons would have did it and not the Ains.
1: Well, I, I so listen.
0: I I'm right there with you. I, I, you know, I love me some eight losses. So I'm hoping that you're right in the Philly game, but I'm trying to take emotion out of it gotcha. when I make these picks. Yeah. So that's why I feel, you know, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. But of course, I would love, love for you to be right.
1: So he used the two hundred twenty-five thousand that he won by betting on the Eagles being the Bears, right?
0: <laughs> Probably. Yeah.
1: The Eagles were you dogs. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, Mark. There you have it, man. It should be an interesting weekend. We got a little uh um differences on two games on you know on the NFC side, so it makes it even more interesting to see what happens there. The AFC side, we pretty much have it. That should be an excellent AFC championship game if it remains like that with the Chiefs going into Kansas City, uh and the Kansas City going for revenge. Uh, when the Chiefs went in there and and won that game on the last minute. That should be an amazing AFC Championship game if it turns out it's that, like that. So, Mark, thanks once again for joining me here. And um, I'll see you next week, right, where we discuss uh, the the AFC and the NFC Championship and discuss who's going to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, sadly or happily, the season's coming to an end.
1: (laughs) And you can get ready for the draft. Oh, wait, you don't watch that. No, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Mark, man. We'll see you next time. And um, yeah, enjoy the games, man. Yeah, definitely. Enjoy the games. Right, see ya.
0: Peace.